Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. And hi again, everybody. Grant Napier with you. I hope that you are doing well. Great to have you here if you don't like that. A little housekeeping first. I just want to thank those of you that have taken the time to review the podcast, particularly if you listen via Apple Podcasts. And if you have not, it would mean a lot to me if you would review the podcast and leave a comment. Today, I'm going to talk about the futility, the embarrassment that is the Sacramento Kings. We're going to listen to a video that was put out Back in 2018, we're going to look at comments and we're going to try to figure out where we all go from here. But first, I want to tell you that today's podcast is brought to you by New Works Plumbing of Sacramento. Locally owned for over 20 years, New Works has a fix for you. They're available around the clock 24-7. So, hey, if you have an emergency in the middle of the night, no problem. New Works will be there for you. Just go to newworksplumbing.com. That's N E W. WRXplumbing.com. That's right. New Works has a fix for you. Newworksplumbing.com. So the Sacramento Kings are 18 and 32. They are 13th in the West. They are in the midst of a horrible season. Their last two games have been thoroughly embarrassing. A 53-point loss in Boston followed up the very next night by a 17-point loss in Atlanta against the Hawks. Fans have stopped going to the games. Many fans have turned off the sets. Many fans are so disgusted, they don't want anything to do with the franchise, which is very interesting because it wasn't that long ago, 2018, that De'Aaron Fox wanted to address the fans and the city of Sacramento via the Players' Tribune. Let's listen to that now. This is from October of 2018. I heard a joke that went like this. The best part about Sacramento is you're only two hours away from the good parts of California. (laughs) Nah, let me flip that. The good thing about California is you're only a couple hours away from the best fan base in the league. What's up, Sacramento? Entering my second year. I've lived here for a year now. And over the summer, I got to thinking. And I wrote a few things down. I didn't know much about Sacramento before I got there. It might be what you think right now. Foreign town, quiet, nothing to do. Then I got here. I played here, I lived here. Then I started hearing a different story. 
They were going to sell the team back in 2011. It was looking like the end for the Kings in Sacramento. They were even looking at different cities. Seattle, Anaheim. Yo, Anaheim? Then something crazy happened. The people of Sacramento straight up came together and said, nah, fuck that. Not without a fight. Fans packed the city council meeting. Over 11,000 people pledged to buy season tickets. They just made noise. They stood up. And yo, they saved the team. They saved the Kings. If I've learned one thing from being here, maybe it's not surprising to get overlooked or even disrespected, but we don't tolerate it. Sacramento, you don't ask for a lot, just that we're all in, like you are. I don't want to make any promises I can't keep, but I'll promise this. You fought for us, for this team, this franchise, this city, and that's why we'll fight for you. But again, that is from the Players' Tribune. We'll fight for you. Really? When you watch the Kings, do you feel that they are fighting for you? That was only in 2018. Darren Fox and his comments. Sounded good back then, didn't it? Sounded that this would be the leader, the guy that would start a new tradition in Sacramento. And Lord knows it would be completely unfair to blame all of this on De'Aaron Fox, but he has looked like a completely different player this year with his attitude, his demeanor. Uh, he has had a lot of bad games. He just doesn't look like himself. But that video, which you listen to the audio version, has fallen on deaf ears, has it not? I mean, I would love to hear De'Aaron comment on that video now. That couldn't be farther from the truth, could it? Right? And I look at the comments that people leave me from my YouTube rants, and I have to do a lot of rants on the Sacramento Kings because they've had a lot of embarrassing performances. Here are some of the comments from a rant that I did last week. It's official. Kings fans have run out of adjectives to describe how pathetic this situation is. Another one. Spot on, Grant. Thank you. Vivek is the worst owner in sports. The only solution for this team to have success is for Vivek to sell the team. Sacramento deserves better. What a disgrace. Definitely the most embarrassing loss of the season. And again, these are comments before the Kings embarked on the road trip. Here's another comment. Ha, ha, ha. I love you, Grant. Spot on again. I had to watch the fourth quarter just to see how they would give the game away. You're the man, Grant. Lots of nostalgic memories listening to you growing up calling the action. This team is awful. Here's another one. Makes me happy to see the franchise going down. Another comment. Keep these up. Great representation of the fan base's attitude and patience or lack thereof. Here's one that's interesting. I remember when Vivek said, this is your team. The way he said it, it sounded like he was unsure, LOL. Anyways, as much as I like Fox, I would like to see Davion take the reins. I like his energy and feel teammates and fans feed off that. Here's another one. You were absolutely spot on, Grant. There is nothing more I can say and appreciate your honest opinion. You cannot have an owner who was also invisible. All right, so that was a week ago. All right, so let me just randomly pick out one before the new year. Matter of fact, the acts, uh, let's see, the date on this is the 27th of December, just in case you want to go back and read it. I'm talking about the comments on my YouTube channel. Some people are going to say disgruntled former employees spewing hate toward the Kings. 
But once again, you nailed it. Maybe the rest of Sacramento media is scared to say anything bad about the Kings, fearing their media credentials and pregame meal will be cut off. But you tell it like it is. It's an embarrassment for the whole city. Something needs to be done. I can assure you their media credentials will not be taken away, nor will their pregame meal be cut off just for the record. And then there's another comment. Even when the Kings went 17-65 and 65 in the 2008-2009 season, I never questioned their heart. This current team is soft and plays with no heart. Next comment. The problem is the owner who cares all about social justice. Screw him and the players. Another one, may God help us all. Sacramento's, Sacramento's rather, deserve so much better. Ever since Grant has no longer been with us, the home commentary is unbearable. I watch the games from the opponent's broadcast. Next one, this Kings team is horrible, and the commentators are just as bad. I wouldn't go to Golden 1 if the tickets were free. Paul is next. I love the raw, unbashed honesty about the horrid nature of this franchise. And I can just go on and on and on and on. 100% spot on, Grant. Definitely embarrassing situation in Sacramento. Thank you for being 100% real and honest with us. And again, I can just read hundreds and hundreds of comments. And this is not about me, by the way. I'm not doing this so you can... You know, just go, oh, gee, you look at all the great comments about Grant's rants. No, it's because the fans are disgusted and the fans are absolutely fed up. They're done. They're at a low point. It's awful. It's as bad as it's ever been. You know, you think about this. The Kings have not been in the playoffs for a long, long time, right? And you wonder if they're going to be in the playoffs anytime soon. You know, 2006 was a long time ago. That's the last time the Sacramento Kings were in the playoffs. That's right. The 2005-2006 season. How about some quick facts from 2006? World-changing events. With George Bush as president of the United States, Facebook became open to any over age 13. Twitter was launched in 2006. Irreplaceable by Beyonce was the top song. The movies that were popular in 2006 included Dreamgirls, Mission Impossible III, The Da Vinci Code, and Happy Feet. How about that? Think about that for a minute. Wow. Twitter, 2006. You know what else happened in 2006? Blu-ray discs were made available that year. They contain up to five times more information than a DVD. The message, founded in 1856, Western Union didn't stop sending telegrams until 2006. Think about that, folks. The 2005-2006 season. And fans are disgusted. Fans are so upset that they've stopped going to the games. I've talked about the owner of Vivek Ranadive, who has done a horrible job as owner of this team, bad decision after bad decision after bad decision. And it's gotten to a point where fans, as I said, they don't want to go to the games anymore. And they don't want to watch the games. And I feel awful for the Sacramento Kings fans because they deserve a hell of a lot better. And this isn't about me. It's not about me being a disgruntled former employee. No, it's about my love for the city and my love for the fans of Sacramento 
who are just getting raked over the coals year after year after year. And all you want to know is, what's the plan? How are you going to get us out of this mess? What is going to happen? What's the plan? How are you going to move forward? What are you going to do? When am I going to be able to see a product that I can be proud of? Don't even necessarily have to win. Just a team that I can be proud of. A team that I can take my kids to the game or my wife or my husband or whatever the case may be and watch a team that gives a damn. I mean, De'Aaron Fox's message on the Players' Tribune in 2018, he promised that, right? Well, that, that's gone. That doesn't happen. How many times do you go to a game at Golden One Center and you walk out of there and go, I'm done, I'm not coming back again. I got ripped off. I didn't get my money's worth. The players looked like they didn't care. Then you have Alvin Gentry coming out after that loss in December, talking about the low point of his career and how embarrassed he was and apologized to the fans of Sacramento. Alvin doesn't need to apologize to the fans of Sacramento. The owner, Vivek Ranadive, needs to apologize to the fans of Sacramento. He's the one that said at the opening of Golden One Center, this is your team, and it's here to stay. Well, if it's the fans' team, then why don't you ask the fans, Vivek, what they'd like to see happen? Because this has been a downright embarrassment. Something else that I wanted to talk about. And I've refrained from this topic. And the reason is I don't want it to sound all about me and self-serving. Here's the reality. I'm not the TV announcer for the Sacramento Kings anymore. I resigned. I don't work there. Okay? But I can almost assure you, and when I say almost assure you, I can't say it's every game, but I would say over 90% of the time the Kings have games, I get messages either on YouTube, you can look them up because they're there for the public, or on social media, Twitter, telling me how awful the telecasts are. And they cannot watch the games. And I have refrained from commenting on that. But I get that very often. I get that from friends, and I get that from people that I don't know. But there's another part to this story that I really have not talked about that much. I have a little bit here and there, but today I cannot avoid this. And I want to read a story that Bobby Burak put out on OutKick as it relates to Mark Jones, the main, I guess I can call it, the main TV announcer for the Sacramento Kings. It is beyond comprehension to me how the Kings would hire an announcer to only do roughly 50% of the games. That makes absolutely zero sense to me. Makes no sense to me at all. I mean, I, I don't quite understand that. It's not like you're hiring Marv Albert, all right? You're hiring Mark freaking Jones, and you're letting him miss over half the games. But I want to read this story from Bobby Burak of OutKick. I'm going to read the story verbatim. Because ESPN is afraid that broadcaster Mark Jones will call the network racist, ESPN allows him to embarrass the company. Following the Packers' loss to the 49ers, Jones shared and liked several tweets tying Aaron Rodgers to QAnon, Donald Trump, and a half-horse, half-human. And then he says, take a look. And there are several tweets that are disparaging towards Aaron Rodgers, including one that Mark Jones liked. Aaron Rodgers couldn't hold, let alone carry, 
Colin Kaepernick's worn, used cleats. They're different than orange juice and motor oil. Here's another one. Aaron Rodgers is on Fox complaining that the 49ers have silenced him. Here's another. I still don't understand why Aaron Rodgers took ivermectin. I mean, I could understand if he was a Colt or Bronco. And there were many other examples. And if you want to, I have retweeted the story on my social media Twitter page, Grant Napier Show. He writes, this is how a guy on ESPN's payroll spent his weekend. Now, before I continue reading, there's no mention of here of his employment with the Sacramento Kings. Bobby continues with the story. Jones cheered a year ago when 49ers linebacker Nick Bosa suffered a torn ACL. Jones thought Bosa deserved the injury because he supports Trump. Jones mocked UFC fighter Colby Covington after breaking his jaw. Covington is a conservative. Most notably, Jones said he planned to refuse police escort to a college football game because police are more likely to shoot black people dead than follow through on a planned escort. If you are the NFL, UFC, or a college football league, it has to be disturbing that a league partner allows a broadcaster to openly root for athletes to suffer injuries. Moreover, Mark Jones is a liar. Last spring, Jones falsely claimed during an NBA game that Jacob Blake was unarmed when the police shot him in 2020. Jones must have missed Blake's telling of the event. Quote, yeah, I had my knife. Blake responded when asked about the shooting. In addition, Jones is vile. Moments after Rush Limbaugh died of lung cancer, Jones celebrated. Jones enjoyed Limbaugh's wife's tears. Jones is a disturbing creature. And for those keeping track, ESPN has declined to comment on each Jones incident. ESPN is afraid that if it condemns Jones' behavior, Jamel Hill or the angry weekend lady at MSNBC will say the network silences a black voice. So ESPN lets Jones continue. Mark Jones is taking advantage of ESPN's cowardice. I have never called for anyone to lose their job. However, don't you have to fire someone for idiocy at some point? Because anytime Jones mentions something other than ball, he proves his ignorance. Aaron Rodgers told Pat McAfee Tuesday that the media roots against him because he's not vaccinated. Case in point, a radical racist called Mark Jones. Again, there's no mention of Mark Jones being the lead TV voice of the Sacramento Kings, and he makes reference in his story that ESPN has refused comment. I would assume that the Sacramento Kings management and ownership are completely on board with Mark Jones' use of social media. Hey, folks, I want to talk to you about Z-Biotics. Let's face it, after a night with drinks, I don't bounce back the next day like I used to. I've got to make a choice. I can either have a great night or a great next day. That is until I found Z-Biotics. Z-Biotics pre-alcohol probiotic drink is the world's first genetically engineered probiotic. It was invented by PhD scientists to tackle rough mornings after drinking. Here's how it works. When you drink 
alcohol gets converted into a toxic byproduct in the gut. It's this byproduct, not dehydration, that's to blame for your rough next day. Z-Biotics produces an enzyme to break this byproduct down. Just remember to make Z-Biotics your first drink of the night. Drink responsibly and you'll feel your best tomorrow. And again, I was a bit on the fence about Z-Biotics initially, but then I was at a birthday party. Uh, my buddy and his wife had rented out a restaurant, and I had a couple of drinks, and I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give this a shot tonight. And you know what, folks? Believe me, it is the real deal. Vacations, weddings, birthdays, reunions. Hey, there's so much going on, right? Get the most out of your spring plans by stocking up on pre-alcohol now. Go to zbiotics.com slash grant to get 15% off your first order when you use grant at checkout. Zbiotics is back with 100% money back guarantee. So if you're unsatisfied for any reason, they'll refund your money. No questions asked. Remember, go to zbiotics.com slash grant. Use the code grant at checkout for 15% off. Thank you, Zbiotics, for sponsoring this episode and our good times. Obviously, I wasn't granted the same opportunity for six words on social media, all lives matter every single one, as I was fired by Bonneville International and subsequently resigned as the TV announcer of the Sacramento Kings over six words, all lives matter, and in capital letters, every single one. I guess in America, in this day and age, that's racist. That's not acceptable. That is as bad as it can get, and it will cost a 32-year veteran of an NBA team and a 26-year radio veteran and a fill-in on a national radio show such as Jim Rome I guess those six words are lethal, but Mark Jones can go on and on and on and on and on with his ridiculous, immature, hateful, just despicable tweets. And apparently ESPN has no problem with it, and the Sacramento Kings have no problem with it either. So you've got a team that is 18 and 32, and you have... Your lead TV announcer, who, in my opinion, embarrasses himself on a regular basis on social media and doesn't even get his hand slapped. Nothing at all. You want to talk about a double standard? You want to talk about hypocrisy? You want to talk about, in a nutshell, what's wrong with America? Just use that example right there. That, ladies and gentlemen, is what's wrong with this country in one story by Bobby Burak. And I feel I am very well qualified to speak out on this topic because I lost my career over six words. All lives matter, every single one. I guess there were different standards for me and Mark Jones or me and others. I guess that certain people can say whatever the hell they want, regardless of how inflammatory they might be, regardless of how many people they may offend, regardless of the factual errors that are made in the tweet. And I can go on and on and on. So the Sacramento Kings, in a nutshell, are an absolute mess. In my opinion, they are at the lowest point that they've ever been since they moved from Kansas City in 1985. I think this is worse than when the Kings were getting ready to move to Seattle. You want to know why? Because back then, the city of Sacramento gave a damn 
Back then, the city of Sacramento and their fans fought for the team. You had a mayor that was working around the clock to keep the team. You had local investors that stepped up and said, here's my money. We're in. Who else is in? Right? We had the playing the win tour. We had everything going. We had a community fighting, fighting for the team to stay. And as I used to say, let's roll our sleeves up to our freaking neck. Our sleeves were rolled up to our neck, all of us. Where are the sleeves now? You know what? No one gives a damn now because the team has turned into an absolute embarrassment both on the court and, in my opinion, off the court. And that's as bad as it gets. And I'm not sitting here crying sour grapes. I'm not sitting here going, oh, you know what? I'm just going to unload on the Kings because I'm not with the franchise anymore. Nope. It's not who I am. It's not how I live my life. I speak out when I see things that need to be said. I don't turn my head. Okay? The Mark Jones story is an embarrassment. And it's hard for me to believe that no one in the Sacramento media will address anyone affiliated with Kings management about the social media irresponsibility of Mark Jones, right? What have we been saying? What happened a week ago Monday on MLK Day? Our lives begin to end the day we remain silent about things that matter. Mark Jones' irresponsible, callous, inflammatory tweets don't matter to the Sacramento Kings? Okay, good to know. That's good to know. I'll put that back in my memory bank, and I think you should too. It's just a whole microcosm of everything that has gone south with this franchise. And in my opinion, it starts right with the managing general partner, Vivek Ranadive, who has done as bad of a job as I think anyone could have done. In other words, I don't think anyone could have done a worse job than Vivek has since being handed the keys to this franchise. It is awful. And as I said at the beginning of this podcast, I don't see any end in sight. And the comments that I read on a daily basis on my YouTube channel and on social media platforms tells the story. So even if you think I'm disgruntled, even if you think I'm bitter, even if you think that I'm just crying over spilled milk, okay, let's say that you're right. I don't tell the people by the hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds on my YouTube channel and on social media platforms and on blogs, I don't tell them what to write. I don't tell them how they're supposed to feel. This is a real problem. And I don't know what to fix it. Well, I do know what the answer is, but I don't think that's going to happen. I think the Kings need new ownership. I think that would be the best thing that could happen to this franchise right now. It would be, once again, a clean slate and a chance to start over and a chance to do things right. Because right now, things are not being done right. And you know what else pains me? I have a lot of friends that work for the Sacramento Kings, people that I would stick up for and do anything for because they're really, really good people in a lot of the departments, people that have been there for many, many, many years. And I've talked to a lot of those people. And you know what? They feel 
awful the same way I do and the same way you do. And many of the people that work there are embarrassed the same way all of us are. And they're powerless. They can't do anything about it. It's a mess. It is an absolute mess. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. All right, let's get to our Crowd Ultra Q&A. Just go to CrowdUltra.com and just maybe I will answer your question right here on my podcast. And again, I always appreciate all of the people that take the time to do so. Kyle says, did you see the Bills Chief game? Had 42 million. 700,000 viewers. Kyle, I don't mean this in a disrespectful way. I don't mean this to be mean or anything. I am a sportscaster. Sports is my life. Of course, I saw the numbers. Yes. Ryan wants to know, what do the Cowboys need to change to become a contender? They need Jerry Jones out. That's not going to happen, but that's what they need. That is what they need. Adam wants to know, do the Bills win a Super Bowl in the next three years? You know what, Adam? I'm going to say, yes, they do. I'm going to say, yes, they do. Stephen wants to know, any chance the MLB starts on time after Tuesday's meeting? This season may start on time, Stephen, although I wouldn't bet on it, but I don't think spring training is. I really don't. Joey wants to know, what's your take on Bonds, Clemens, and Schilling not making the ballot in their last year? Stay tuned for my rant, Joey. That is coming up next. Jackson wants to know, can you believe Peyton is bailing on the Saints? You know, I wouldn't really call it bailing. He's been there 16 years. I mean, I think he needs a change of scenery. So, yeah, I can believe it. Absolutely. Chase wants to know, where does Big Ben rank among all-time Steelers? Great question. To me, he's the first ballot of Hall of Famer. Does that answer your question? I mean, he's right up there. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No question in my mind. Uh, Justin wants to know, will the Kings make a trade before the deadline? I hope so, but it won't change the fortunes of this year around. That's for sure. Dominic wants to know, you agree with DeMar DeRozan saying he's the MVP. He's had a hell of a year. You know, Joel Embiid's been unbelievable, but, I mean, there's he's in the conversation, Dominic. He's in the conversation. Brad wants to know, should the Giants stick with Daniel Jones? I don't know if they should or not, Brad, but they're going to. They're going to. You know, the new GM came out and uh, spoke very positively about Daniel Jones, as did the owner, uh, co-owner, John Mara. Charlie wants to know, what players do you think are overrated in the NHL? Charlie, that's an impossible question. It's a great question, but it's very difficult for me to answer because I'm not following the underrated players in the NHL that closely. You know, I watch a lot of games. I really do. Uh, But for me to say and answer that question, uh, you're asking the wrong person. Hey, always good for you to join me here on Crowd Ultra with your questions. Greatly appreciated. And all you need to do is go to CrowdUltra.com. It's time for Rant. 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 And today's rant is brought to you by the Home Theater Company for your audio, video, and home theater. Just go online, HomeTheaterCompany.com. Because of the Sacramento Kings' embarrassing performances the last two days and, of course, the wild 
wild weekend of NFL football. I have not really commented yet on the Hall of Fame snub, particularly to Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, and Kurt Schilling. Listen, I detest Barry Bonds. I absolutely detest the guy. He is the most disrespectful, rude, obnoxious athlete that I've ever been around in all my years of covering sports. But if I had a Hall of Fame vote, I'm voting Barry Bonds into the Hall of Fame. It is a disgrace, okay? It is an absolute mockery of the sport that Bonds and Clemens and Schilling are not in baseball's Hall of Fame. Bonds being the guy that should get in above the first two. It's disgraceful. It really is. I don't understand how you can have a Hall of Fame and Barry Bonds is not elected into it. I mean, year after year. And I'm okay with it being a couple of years. I really am. I mean, after all, he did cheat, and he was an ass, and I think that maybe that should cost you one year or maybe two years or three years. But every year, we're going through the same thing. What did he get, 66% of the vote, and you need 75%? It's an outrage. I don't even know how people care about the Baseball Hall of Fame anymore. It's despicable. And again, I, I despise Barry Bonds. I mean, he's maybe my least favorite athlete ever, and I'm 62 years old. But if I had a vote, I'm putting him in the Hall of Fame. This is ridiculous. It's absurd. And shame on those that did not vote for Barry Bonds. And that's my rant for today. And that's my podcast for today. Really appreciate you joining me. Have yourself a great day. Have yourself a fabulous weekend. And thank you so much for joining me, if you don't like that, with Grant Napier. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.